Life Happens Weekdays 1 to 3 p.m. From time to time, we tend to hear uh, that there is an alleged level of exploitation that artists go through in the music industry. Uh, We heard in the past and recently that musicians are exploited either sometimes by their managers or at other times by record labels. So today we'd like to find out about the rights, if at all, that artists have and what they need to do before they sign those big contracts with their managers or their record labels. And also we want to expand the conversation by including Samro. If you don't know Samro, Samro really is not a record company, but it really collects royalties for public performance. uh, And those royalties are then indirectly, uh, not indirectly, directly given to whoever it is that has composed a song. So we invited for this conversation Bumi Phillips, who is a music publisher. And we also invited advocate Ngadek Omaluleke, who's the head of Samro Stakeholder Relations. Let's start with you, Bumi. Good afternoon. Thank Thank you so much for your time. Most of the time, by the time we get to hear the story, the artist has had a bad experience, but there is a contract that is in place either with a record company or a music manager. What are the basic things that an artist needs to know before they sign on the dotted line, either with either a manager or with a record company? Welcome. Uh, thank you. Thank you so much, Komoto. Uh, thank you to your listeners as well. Um, I think what is important for an artist to, first of all, before even signing anything, to understand what is the role of each and every entity within the music industry that they're going to be encountering, whether it is a um, an artist manager or a publisher or a record label, understanding, number one, what each role plays in their career, so that they, when they get a contract, they're able to read a contract effectively and be able to understand, okay, this is what you are allowed to do. This is what you're not allowed to do as, as my publisher, or this is what you're allowed to do or not allowed to do as my, as my record label. Um, and I believe each and every um, role has different, has, it, it, it's about negotiations and about what that person will be able to do for you. And you have to look out for what, what are the terms? How long is this contract? You know, what are you, what are, what is your cut? How long, you know, how long will you be taking this cut? Is it on a sliding scale? Is it forever? So you have to be able to understand those different roles in order to be able to negotiate a contract. Yeah, but that is um, in the ideal, isn't it? Because the music industry by design, at least the music industry primarily in South Africa, is very informal. Most of the time a producer says to somebody, I think you're a great singer, come into the studio. Uh, They go into the studio and this person has been tremendously hungry uh, for penetration in a very closed industry. Uh, And they sing a song in a studio uh, without ever having signed anything. And that song becomes a hit. And at that point, it's too late. Whoever it is that is in charge, the one that called the other, uh, says, actually, these are your rights. So, I mean, we live in a country where a lot of kids are growing up wanting to get into the music industry. How do you even convince them, stop before you go and sing or before you go and sign, to understand that you yourself are potentially making a lot of money for whichever entity you interact with? Yeah, you know, you're you're 100% right. It is informal, but it's also very formal in the same in the same context. Um, there's a lot of resources that are out there. There's a lot of music conferences where people go to try to enrich artists. 
The problem is that artists do not attend such conferences mm. in order for them to learn and to grow. Mm. I mean, now we live in the world of technology. Things are readily available on YouTube. Artists do not take the time to want to learn about the industry before just going in. Mm. So a lot of the times they end up making an emotional hunger decision. Yeah. You know, and... And those, unfortunately, because when things are good, we all trust each other. Sometimes Absolutely. they don't even sign any contract. Absolutely. And it's only when, you know, it hits the fan that now they remember that, oh, yes, these are my rights. Yeah. And it's important if you want to be in the music industry as an artist to first try to get to understand what the music industry is. Yeah. Let's bring in the advocate. Uh, Advocate Nkateko Maluleke, welcome. Um, I know that, uh, Sambro, you you don't necessarily deal with with artists or record label issues, but you collect royalties. For example, the song I just played now, Nomali, was written by Kaifa Semenya, uh, and I just broadcast that song publicly. So there is a royalty fee that the SABC as an organization has to pay uh, Sambro, and then Kaifa Semenya has to come and collect that royalty royalty fee from you. But you yourselves as Samro uh, have gotten sometimes a, a bad rap in the press where artists are saying no, I don't get my check timelessly or no, it is not clear how much I'm entitled to. How do you guys work? Um, hello, Khumuto. I'm um, uh, happy new year to you and uh, your listeners. Um, yes, yeah, so basically you, you're right. I think it's, it's always been that uh, different components of the music industry will have different challenges. So, for example, what you've just given now, in that at Samro, you'd find that somebody would say, I don't get any money from uh, Samro, forgetting that there's a process for you to get that money into your pocket, despite the fact that you've composed a specific recording. So, for example, if you go and compose a song, you need to do what we call notification. Notification is letting Samro know that you hold... Uh, right as a composer to a specific uh, composition. That way, when the play happens, like the example you've just given now as well, we know exactly in the system as to who should this royalty go to. Um, the most times the noise is made is when someone is not notified for their music and they come back and say someone has not paid. Well, we don't know that the music belongs to you. Mm. So the, you didn't so declare it in the first place. In the first place. So you can't uh, be paid for something that you do not claim ownership for. Or uh, substantiated to us that you are the owner of the specific composition. So, so we do encounter those on a day-to-day, but you know you resolve as you go along. So by the time I read an article in the newspaper uh, that mm-hmm. artist X is crying foul, uh, they were not paid uh, by whoever, whether that is uh, uh, a manager or whether they haven't been paid by a record company or whether they haven't even been paid by Samro. It really is, um, it sounds to me like a cry for help. Am I wrong? Yes, but with lack of preparation at times. So you'd find that an artist has not done the groundwork or even understands where, where, where they should go to notify their compositions or who should be paying which royalty at what period. So it's very important, as my colleague said, that they need to first understand the value chain. Um, Samro is only but one of the components within which you can make money from a recording or from a composition. So education is very important to know the value chain. However, as mentioned earlier, we have all these workshops. I mean, Samro goes out of its way a lot of times to have informative workshops so we are saying come and understand the value chain but you find that the very same people who now understand how the systems work are the ones who are attending these workshops the one who needs the information don't attend these workshops 
just mm. by the investment from somewhere to actually get people to understand what the, our, operate, our operation uh, model is and how we can add value economically to an artist or okay. a composer in our case. Okay, let, let, let's try and break it down and e- either one of you ca- can can take it. Cousin Pumi made uh, 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 a reference earlier on very eloquently about the different spheres, right, of mm. uh, the, the music-making business. Uh, and, and she said, you know, understand what role uh, the manager uh, uh, plays. And it sounds to me, as you're both explaining it, uh, that uh, n- not all the, the spheres will necessarily be married they're only married uh, through the artist, right? Uh, the only th- the only thing that ties uh, the music manager uh, to uh, the record label is is the art of the artist, right? Uh, as they manage the business of the artist, the publisher right. is not always necessarily connected to the record label either. Uh, sometimes the publisher uh, may be connected to uh, the artist, depending on whether the artist recorded the uh, the music through. Um, a record company or did it independently. What are the basic steps uh, before a kid goes in and says, I'm going to lay a beat or I'm going to do this? What are the basic uh, steps that they need to do? Should they get a record company first? Should they get a music manager first? Should they get uh, a publisher first? Or should they get, uh, should they register themselves at Samro if they write their music first? What should they do first? And what sort of steps should they follow? Well, as a publisher, I mean, I'm always going to say yeah. they must get a publisher. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because, because it serves your business, I yeah, suppose. It serves her business, yeah. So I'm happy for Mpumi to take this one. Yeah. And then I'll argument at the end. On, on, okay, on, okay. On okay, okay. Okay, okay. Mpumi, can you forget your business for just one second? Where should they, where should they go first? Um, see, remember that it's in two parts, right? So when we're talking about... Um, general or publishing, we're talking about composers. Mm-hmm. So now, if mm-hmm. someone is an artist, they may not necessarily be the person who composed, whether they wrote the lyrics of a song or, um, or did the piece of a song. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. you're an artist, you know, um, from, from, that, from that perspective, I think it's, it's key that they either get someone who is either going to be that kind of mentor, sometimes aka a manager, that can... Because a manager is someone who's supposed to be all-encompassing. And that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. A manager is not a booking agent. Mm. A manager Mm. is someone who's supposed to be all-encompassing. That manager is your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your lover, your enemy, your everything. You know? Mm -hmm. So that person Mm. is supposed to be the one that connects you to a record label or a distribution hub. That person is supposed to be the one that connects you to a booking agent. Okay. Um, that person is then supposed to connect you with someone who does, you know, your PR and handles, you know, your image and, and, and all those kind of aspects. And if you are that artist who also composed, your manager can also be involved in making sure that, you know, you're getting your works registered at Samro or getting a publisher and being the person that connects all the dots. Which sounds to me system. that this manager cannot just be a fly-by-night uh, sort of no. person. It can't be no. your Choma that you sit with in, in the back room and you say, Choma Nzog Manager, Minang Zog Manager, I'm going to no. make you a superstar. I, I, it I has to be somebody who... In, yeah? yeah. Most of the social ills that we are experiencing in the music industry is exactly caused by what you just said now. So if friends and I, I think I can manage you, but I don't understand the value chain. We both, it's more like the blind leading the blind. So we both get mm. into this thing, 
without understanding. And a couple of years later, you are blaming all and sundry except Choma, who said Choma, I'll manage you. Okay, I'm going to go to uh, uh, to news um, and, and then we'll come back and wrap uh, uh, for a short while. And we also have a voice note. Uh, we are in conversation about the purported exploitation of artists in the South African music industry and we invited a music publisher, um, Bumi Phillips, uh, who's on the line with us. Advocate Ngateko Maluleke represents another arm of the music business uh, called uh, Samro and he is the head of the Samro Stakeholder Relations Division at Samro. So we will go to Kanyisile uh, Magnoni. And if you have a question, by the way, regarding this issue of the music business, please quickly send uh, your voice note or your SMS. Uh, the voice note you can send to 0614104107 or the SMS 41391 or you can call on 0891104207. We'll come back in a short while and wrap this conversation up. Kanyisile Magnoni is standing by with the the headlines. Life happens weekdays, one to three p.m. Welcome back. We're talking uh, the good and the bad of uh, the music industry in uh, South Africa with Mbumi Felix, uh, Phillips. I'm sorry. Uh, she's a music publisher and advocate in Gateko Maluleke, head of uh, Samro Stakeholder Relations. Uh, <clears throat> we have a, vo- a voice note and maybe let's start there and hear what the voice note says. Hello, KG. Can those two explain to us maybe briefly what are the different roles and what does an artist need to do so that they appreciate thank you so that they what they appreciate uh, well, you were driving, so I didn't hear that part. Uh, I think it still comes down to the different roles. Um, uh, when they say um, Bumi, the, I'm assuming that, that word sounded like appreciate to me. I, I, I'm assuming it means so that an artist can grow. But you were already there. Uh, you were explaining uh, the intricate part or uh, the engine in this, in this business of music, it sounds like, is the manager. Well, if you've got a great manager, then that, that becomes your engine. But, um, but also the artists themselves also need to take accountability. I think it's very important that you don't just leave everything to your publisher. You don't leave everything to your record label. You don't leave everything to the manager because each and every part of that ecosystem is there to build you. But if you don't know what it is that you want to do and, and you know how you want to get there and what your vision is, then everything's going to crumble at some point. So artists, it's very important to also have accountability to be able to put accountability to the people that are around in their circle. In mm, mm. no different, I suppose, to any business where you have to sit and analyze, uh, do a SWOT analysis uh, of yes. how, how the business performed in the previous year or the aspirations that you may have for the, for the upcoming year. So it, the process on what you need to do to get it right, so to tick all the boxes. Um, the, the, again, back to what Bumi said earlier, it's information that's available that I think those with interest in the music industry are not accessing, so or are not making an effort to access, in my view, because we do a lot of workshops in summer where we bring all our other stakeholders. So we'll bring uh, Capasso, we'll bring Sampra, we'll bring um, Elko at some point to come and sit under one group and say, let's educate the industry on what the different roles are. This is even an exclusion of publishers and the actual record labels. Yet we we encounter that it's the same people with the understanding of what we do attend these workshops. Mm. We have another yeah. vo- we have another voice note. Let's hear what they have to say. 
Komoto, okay. I feel very sorry for the young and up and coming artists, you know, because we are so long in this industry. And Sambro, it knows, itself knows. We've been, pers- uh, like myself, I've been pursuing a case since 2008. Nothing has been done about it. Sambro keep on saying they'll investigate, they'll investigate. Nothing is happening. I don't get my royalties that I'm supposed to get. The lady's talking about getting a publisher. No one is giving you a publisher. How do you get a publisher while no one is going to give you a publisher? Bongani, Prochatlian, thank you. Bongana wants to be given a publisher. publisher. And, and, and I think there's, there's some confusion because every, every part of, uh, if we can liken it to a car, right? Every part, uh, you have to pay for as the artist. You have to pay the manager, um, from whatever you make on the road and from whatever deal you have made, uh, with the record company. Even the publisher, the publisher is not a free uh, 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 entity. The publisher has to be paid uh, either by the record company or the artist. Mpumi? Yeah, I mean, it's 100%. And I think, you know, as a publisher, you know, with us is that we take a percentage of whatever, you know, um, royalties that we've been able to collect on your behalf as, um, as, um, as a publisher record companies take a percentage of whatever sales that they've been able to accrue on your CD sales. And an artist manager, I, the a correct way is that an artist manager actually takes a percentage of all income that comes through for an artist. And okay. that's something that they need to understand. And, and advocate, you heard Bongane say he's been pursuing a case with you guys. What's you that? are yeah. not paying his royalties. What, um, are, what, are, what are the rights of an artist if they feel you, as Samro, are doing them wrong? Well, ideally, we should be paying uh, his royalty if everything is... Um, uh, on record and he's uh, properly uh, identified as a publisher. So I don't know where the case is, Bongani's case is, because I don't deal with the right issues. However, I'm encouraging him to to come forward, uh, you know, ask for me if he can get to the office. I'll then direct him to the right people who should be resolving his dispute. We, in the past two years, I mean, summer has been under new young management. We are trying by all means to really resolve all the legacy issues that we found on the ground when we got into the building. So I'm not saying one of his, his one of the legacy matters. However, if it is, we, you know, I'm putting my, my, my hand forward to say, come through identify me from this conversation and let's see if we can have a nice success story coming out of this conversation and making sure that one of our members is happy. Okay. I am not happy when I hear stories of someone saying I'm not getting my royalties, yet there's a royalty due. So we'll look into the system, we'll find ways to make sure that our member is comfortable. Okay. So your, can, is, your, is your system, is your system yeah. corruptible uh, at Samro? Uh, is it corruptible? I mean, uh, and, 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 <laughs> no, it's a question I have to ask. It's a question I yeah, have to I'm, ask. Because, because yeah. if the system is corruptible, uh, sometimes there's there's sort of breaks in between where uh, somebody makes a detour and f- makes sure that somebody else uh, does not get what is due to them. So to answer your question, the system is not corruptible. The challenge we have is when someone's work is not properly identified, then we don't know who to pay or it's one of those cases where we have to uh, 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 do some work in identifying who the actual owner of the specific piece of work okay. is. So hence I'm saying, let Bongani come forward, let him point us in the direction of the works that he's been disputing, and let's see if we can you know, get to the bottom of it. The okay. system is not corruptible at all. Okay. Um, there could be legacy issues that 
my my plan in the past two years has been to resolve as we as we move forward. So I'm I'm happy to tackle this one. Okay, give me a, a phone number and an email address while we're talking about that, so that Bongane can write it down or anybody who feels. The producer uh, has my number. Uh, 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 no, I so, think I think uh, oh, Pella, the, the the Bongane is not not your phone number, your personal one. The okay. Samro the Samro one uh, and the email address at, at Samro. Not just for Bongane, but for everybody who like Bongane feels aggrieved by Samro. Yeah. Okay, I think for the purpose of this conversation, they can just email ngateko.maluleg at samro.org.za. I'll then direct the email to our rights holder services so that we will prioritize these as you know issues that came up from this conversation. Okay. Not that we don't take care of the others. So give them my email address. I'll then uh, move the emails in the right direction. And that is ngateko.maluleg at samro.org.za. Fantastic. I think... yeah. yeah, but if there's a need to have a, a conversation further, what I was saying is that your producer has got my email, my, my phone number. It's my official number anyway, so we can have a conversation <laughs> even if you don't give it out. But if someone specifically contacts you, you, you be comfortable to, to, you know, to share. Okay. Uh, I yeah. think, uh, you know, as we round off uh, this discussion, um, if there was a kid who's in Limpopo who feels extremely talented, um, he just maybe finished his metric and he's like, this is it, this is the moment, I want to go for it. If I was to ask the both of you to give that kid a piece of advice, um, and I say Limpopo because Limpopo is not Joburg, I make that example deliberately, right? Uh, what yeah. would what what would what would the piece of advice that you give that kid who's in Limpopo be? And this is from the both of you, and we'll start with you, um, Bumi. Um, you actually putting an example of a real life situation. Um, just to give to make it real for the um, for the listeners and they understand the the kid there was the kid who did Casper's Doc Chevalier song was a 16 year old matriculant from Limpopo um, and the one thing that he did um, was obviously number one find a publisher number two he was able to finish school so that he had a better understanding and comprehension of contracts and then from there was able to then be able to get into the music industry, creating his own connections and relationships through that rise of doing just that one song. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's impor- yeah, it's important. Okay. Um, and you, uh, uh, Advocate uh, Maluleke, what would the, your piece of advice be? In fact, I know that Doc Shebeleza song uh, of, uh, of, of, of Kaspers, uh, it's ringing yeah. in my head now as we're talking, yeah. but what would your piece of advice be to a kid in Limpopo who just finished his matric and he believes strongly that he can crack this industry and make it? Uh, talent is the one, but I think what's very important is to research and understand the value chain of the industry you'd like to embark in. Like any other career, if you want to be a doctor, you first check what options of being a doctor out there. So same same story with the music industry. I think the, the sooner the creatives in the space treat it like a profession that it is, the better. What does that require? It requires research, preparation, ask questions, attend workshops, and make sure that you affiliate with organizations that speak on the narrative of the value chain of the music industry. I think they would have a good start. Mm. But if they cut corners and get a friend to help, it doesn't end well. It has never ended well. So we need to change how we, we, we approach the music industry and treat it like the profession and the business that it is. I think that would be a good start for any person aspiring um, to get into the music industry. And your socials, if people want to engage you on social media? We, we, 
we are at uh, on uh, Instagram uh, as Samro. We are on uh, Facebook as Samro. We are on Twitter as, well, uh, uh, as Samro, and we are very active on all uh, all those socials. And Bumi, do you want to share your socials as well? You never know who's going to be your next client that finds you from this conversation. Of course, of course. I'll actually share the the the, the company socials. I'm with Share Publishing, so we are at Share Publishing through Twitter. Um, Instagram and Facebook, so they can find us through there. Fant- f- fantastic. Uh, um, uh, we'll we'll leave it there. Um, and I think uh, I, uh, I I take a learning from something I heard as I was driving home from the radio. They said we would all be different um, if we upskilled in 2020. And there are so many free courses, even on the internet, uh, that we can all do if we align our personal interests uh, to a cause. We can just learn a little something that will change our world. Thank you, um, Bumi. Phillips is a music publisher, advocate Ngadeko Maluleke, head of Samro Stakeholder Relations. Thank you very much, guys. Uh, We'll be back in a short while. It's 1.42.